0: In the morning. A hormone intended to alter the breeding cycle of rabbits overrunning ranch lands instead turns them into flesh eating 150 pound monsters in Night of the Lepus. Can anything stop these hair?
1: I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B movie, movie bros. Here review B movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift.
0: This month. January. It's Paul's birthday month, so he got to choose the theme of the month, which is Kaiju Month, also known as Giant Monsters. So we're kicking this month off with the 1972 classic Night of the Lepus, a movie about giant killer rabbits. So you heard what the Amazon description had to say about the movie. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. Paul?
1: Let's just get the worst out of the way first with the bottom three. All righty. For number three, this movie is pretty slow paced, which is surprising because I thought rabbits were supposed to be fast. Number two, rabbits just aren't scary. With the possible exception of the killer rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, it's pretty much impossible to feel threatened by rabbits, no matter how big they may be. And number one, The screams of the dying rabbits just bothered me. I get that the rabbits were killing people and ruining crops, but their cries and screams were just so disturbing, more so than the actual humans being torn apart, which is weird. For me, number three, I have to say, just
0: like you, this movie just seems so long and drawn out. It's only 88 minutes long, but the hare must have taken a page out of the tortoise's book and thought slow and steady was better. Speed it up. Get things out of the way. Number two. Giant rabbits? They're, they're not menacing. They're giant, fluffy balls of doom, yes. But menacing? No. Scary? No. I, I If a gigantic rabbit was tearing me apart, I think I'd be laughing
1: instead of screaming in terror and pain. Even while they're killing people, you just want to pet them. Number one.
0: This movie takes itself 100% seriously. And I just, I I can't accept that. How can you have gigantic killer rabbits and and think that this is serious? Like, they they talk about, you know, population control and and farming and all these other things, which are actually pretty heavy topics for the plotline of the movie. And they just act like it's just this uh, crazy, serious thing that there are giant rabbits. I I don't I I don't buy it for one second.
1: Reminds me of Birdemic, where they'll start ta- they'll start talking about the environment and killing um, the ozone layer and stuff, but then you see the birds and the acting. It's like, oh my god, don't don't try to make this serious. Well, that's the worst of it. What's the best of it? Number three, I kind of like the old west style of this movie. It's kind of badass. Number two the scenes of the rabbits actually killing people were pretty awesome they did not they did not um go lightly on the blood that's for sure and number one killer rabbits i mean come on that's just inherently hilarious even if unintentionally so for me number three there
0: are giant fucking rabbits in this movie Oh my God, they're so fluffy and adorable, and I just want to cuddle them and take them home and treat them like capybara. I mean, they're just, they're giant rodents, but they're 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 awesome. You know, do they kill
1: people? Yeah, but you know, everybody could use a couple guard bunnies at their house. Come to think about it, I'm kind of disappointed that in a movie that kind of looks like a western, no one like got a saddle and started riding around on one of the giant rabbits. That would have been great. That would have been fan fucking tastic. Missed opportunity. Two. This movie. ...takes itself 100%
0: seriously. I know it was in my bottom, but it's got to be one of the top things too... ...because in taking itself so seriously, it actually unintentionally... ...makes some of the parts of this movie hilarious. I I know, it's not supposed to be, but it is. Number one, in order to make the rabbits, which are normal-sized rabbits, look huge... A lot of the techniques they used um, included building miniature sets of the surroundings of the house, of everything they used in filming, and it actually looks really awesome. It does a good job to make the rabbits actually look like they're bigger than they are. Um, it, it's, it's really cool when the rabbits are on screen by themselves in these miniature sets, because not only do they use miniature sets, but they use inferior shots and low-angle shots to help make that illusion. And I just think that's a really cool technique and really awesome to see. Definitely. Very old school. As I mentioned, the
1: dialogue in this movie was pretty dry, so unfortunately we do not have a... Quote! Yeah, the only quotes really in this movie were gunshots and rabbit squeals. Bang. Bang. So, yeah, we're just going to move right on to
0: our final take here. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave Night of the Lepus a 5 out of 10. I give it a 6 out of 10. You know, Night of the Lepus is an interesting piece of art. A movie about giant killer rabbits, it it just shouldn't be serious. But it is, and it kind of works for the movie. The dialogue and the story is quite dry and moves extremely slow. The movie could have been cut by 20 to 30 minutes and still have the same effect. You know, speaking of effect, I'm really confused about the message this movie is trying to send. Is it for or against the use of poison for population control? Anyway, it is a decent movie with a somewhat unique concept, which is worth at least one watch in your lifetime. The action is well put together, and the techniques used to make the rabbits look large are nice and
1: pretty effective. You know, check it out for all
0: your killer rabbit
1: needs. Rabbits are possibly the most non-threatening animals in existence. They pretty much just live to be food for other animals. Even though rabbits, it, the rabbits in Night of the Lepus were gigantic monster rabbits, it's really hard to take them seriously as a threat. I mean, they're fucking rabbits for God's sakes. Still, I applaud this movie for trying to make these basically harmless creatures into monstrous, murderous beasts, even if they did not succeed at all. At least the movie came off as unintentionally funny, though unfortunately, this movie more closely resembles a turtle in pacing rather than a rabbit.
0: You know, I think the only less threatening creature would be if
1: it was like giant hamsters trying to kill you. Didn't they have a South Park episode? All those are guinea pigs, but they're yeah, the same damn thing. You know, yeah, just, I, I don't I don't know. I,
0: If someone out there can think of a less menacing animal than a rabbit to be a, a killer monster in a movie, please let us know. You know, here on SoundCloud or at our website, bmoviebros.com. Well, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie we watch an A-movie companion and tell you how this movie is the same as a movie of higher class and standard.
1: Paul? I picked Watership Down from 1978. And I picked Tremors from 1990. Both Night of the Lepus and Watership Down focus around rabbits. Both movies feature rabbits migrating from one place to another and facing dangerous obstacles in their way. Night the Lepus features giant rabbits being shot at and electrocuted by humans, while Watership Down had the rabbits facing predator animals and other, more vicious rabbits as they attempt to find a new home. Both movies show a surprising amount of blood for movies about rabbits. And finally, Night the Lepus attempted to scare audiences, albeit badly. Well, Watership Down scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. It's fucking terrifying as a film. I mean, all the blood and everything, watching the poor rabbits getting torn apart and caught in traps and just, just... Watching it when you're eight is just horrifying. All right, Corey, what do you have? So, Tremors from 1990 and
0: Night of the Lepus from 1972 are the same movie because they both take place in desert towns. In both movies... An old man is the first one to be discovered dead by the giant creatures. As that comes about, both movies feature giant creatures, whether they're giant rabbits or giant subterranean worms. In both movies, the town is under siege by giant creatures. In both movies, there's a scene that takes place where people go into the basement. In one movie, they hide in the basement and shoot rabbits from the floorboards beneath them. In another movie, they hide in the basement and kill a graboid that busts through the wall. In both movies, characters try to escape from the town, but their vehicle gets caught in a giant hole, and they can't escape that way. And finally, in both movies, they lure the giant creatures to their doom, whether it's, you know... Car headlights and electrified railroad tracks, or dynamite to make them fly off a cliff. You know, either way, it works out pretty well. And that's why Tremors from 1990 is an A movie version of Night of the Lepus from 1972. Can't yep. argue that. Now I think it's time for us to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Boom, 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 boom. So I'll give you some drinking games for this movie, and then so shall Paul. Number one, any time the rabbits squeal, take a drink. Number two, whenever poison is mentioned, take a drink. Number three, whenever a dismembered body is found or mentioned, take a drink. Number four, any time a rabbit is set ablaze, finish your drink. And number five, because it's kaiju month, any time a giant monster engages in some kind of battle take a drink.
1: Giant monster rumble. Every time you see a herd of rabbits running, take a drink. Every time someone is wearing a lap coat, take a drink. Every time someone gets killed by a giant rabbit, take a drink. And every time someone fires a gun, take a drink.
0: And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you would like to join us next week, we'll be taking a look at the 1965 kaiju classic Gamera, the Invincible.
1: Giant fire-breathing turtle monsters? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. We have a new review up every week on our website, bmoviebros.com. And if you have a movie you'd like us to review, leave a comment below or underneath any of our videos.
0: So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back for more.